Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Q&A episode 8. With me is the Noel Knutson, fifth year volleyball player for Anderson University. Noel, what's up? Hi, uh, thanks for having me. No, you're Pleasure so being well. here. I'm so excited you're here. Now, this past Friday, you know, the Trojans go to an un- honestly pretty unexpected win against Wingate, who was, what, undefeated in the sack, right? Mm-hmm. And just tell me what happened. What it, in the world happened? <laughs> Even like still now, like looking back on it, it still seems so surreal. Just the fact that we were able as a team to come together for like such a passion and love for the sport, knowing that we could win and we actually went out and executed it. And that's with the stigma of them. They were 22-0, and like undefeated, 20th in the nation. They have the winged on the front of their jerseys, just like our history with them. There was a lot on the line there. And so I just think it was in the five years that I've been here, felt the most like a unified team dynamic. Like we all knew that we were winning and we played like it. Mm, so what was the most surreal moment in that game then? Definitely the last point. Because I was on side and it was just a, this actually happened. And then when we all ran together, it was, I mean, I know it's not as big as national championship or like conference or whatever, but to us, it meant a lot. Mm -hmm. And we accomplished one of our biggest team goals together. And so just the fact that it was done, like it was over that, like we, everything that we had worked that whole week and this whole entire season for, we saw it come to life that last point. Mm. You know, y'all went on to win against Coker the next mm-hmm. game. Y'all swept them, I'm pretty sure, right? That, that was a nice Yeah, that was, that, was a nice, that was a nice little just sweep it off. And then what happened these past few days? Y'all, I know there's been some injuries mm-hmm. and there's been some very key players out. But what happened in against Lenore Ryan? And I believe it was, who Catawba. else was it? Catawba, mm-hmm. yes. What happened? Um, yeah, so unfortunate injuries just <laughs> – Really not, didn't get the luck of the draw there, but I think as a team, we made, I mean, every team's always going to make errors, but we made a lot of errors at crucial points that weren't needed, and I think in any other situations, we would have been able to recover, but it killed the momentum, it killed our runs, it gave the other team the advantage, let alone it didn't help that both were away, so of course Mm -hmm. they had home court advantage. With the injuries down, we needed to play five percent better and we played five percent worse Mm. I think and that was just all around as a team we just didn't come together in the manner that we should have to execute how we needed to so that was very unfortunate (laughs) now you you speak a lot about the team but in regards to you you know you're a legacy athlete you're an athlete that's (laughs) definitely going to be going down in like the record books here at Anderson so how did you get to this point you know where did it all start and how did you reach the level that you are today Thank you. Appreciate that. You're so welcome. (laughs) Um, I think a lot of it, I mean, I grew up five siblings, youngest, always in a competitive environment. Um, Like raised, it was whether it was basketball, soccer, literally anything. It was always you will do your best when you Mm -hmm. are doing it or like, what's the point? Like, why are you out there in the first place? And so once I found volleyball as a passion, it was like my outlet and escape in life that I just knew that I could completely focus in on and control everything myself I wanted to excel because I was like if I'm going to do this I will be the best at it Mm. and I will hopefully influence and bring everyone around me to that same mindset and so I think over the years my environment and friends and coaches and family has definitely helped encourage me to do that but I think it's just like the competitive drive inside of me of I don't I hate losing yeah strongly dislike it (laughs) yes um and like, I went to volleyball. I, I mean, I went to college, and I was like, I'm not going to go to college to sit on the bench. Yeah. So I'm going to go, and I'm going to start, and I'm going to do the best that I know that I can, mm. and I'll do anything to get there. When did you know that you wanted to go play college volleyball? Um, 
probably junior year in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, beginning of my volleyball, just family life, just wasn't, college wasn't the front mindset, I guess, mm-hmm. for me. So I'll actually give a lot of credit that to my dad for pushing me. He was like, no, you can go. Like, we'll get you there. We'll support you in any way, um, shape. And when I, my skill finally tuned in for volleyball, I was like, oh, I can actually go to college debt-free yeah. um, mm, while doing something I nice. love. <laughs> so I think that was a huge part of wanting to play was knowing that I could go on scholarship because I've been blessed with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so probably junior year, a little late than most people. Yeah, a little but, late. Yeah. Usually you'll see people know it, you know, they're going in their yeah. freshman year, but, you know, certain things, like you said, can just impact that. But that's crazy. So yeah. does it, is it still your escape from reality? Because whenever I sit up there and I see you play, it's a very focused. It's very locked in. Is it still your escape from reality? Yes, which it, I've kind of been, I guess, as season's wrapping up because I don't know what I'm going to turn to after when volleyball's gone. Mm-hmm. So that's been a big scare coming up. But it's definitely not an escape, but a happy place, essentially, because the court is my safe place. Like, the teammates are my family. Um, and doing something I love genuinely brings out the joy. And it just sets all the school distractions, all the homework, all the family stress, like everything like that outside of it. Because in those walls, during that two hours of practice, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. And so it still is. And I think that's been one of the reasons I've still continued to love it is because I've used it as that. And now, why did you choose Anderson? In the first place. Um, I know. I'm going going back in time, going back in time. So I definitely knew I wanted to be out of state. I was never really a homebody. Mm -hmm. And Colorado being Colorado does have its cold moments. And so I wanted to appreciate a little bit of warmth. Mm -hmm. And so I actually reached out to my high school and put together like a list of my size, location, geographic, demographic, like all of that of my interests. And Anderson actually came up in the top five. Wow. Very, like, I was like, I've never heard of this. Don't know what the heck that is in South Carolina. (laughs) And so I pulled it up and they had a stellar record. In 2017, when I looked, winning, tied for conference, some, like, it was just really good. So yeah. I had re- actually reached out to the assistant coach, who's no longer with us, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And two hours later, coach called me and was like, hey, I'm going to fly out to Colorado, come see you during this tournament. Wow. Flew out, made his very first official home visit for an athlete, um, was out to Colorado. And then when I went to campus, I was still visiting other schools, so I had some other options. And I stepped on campus, and I was like, this is it. Mm. Just the feeling that I got from being on campus, being in the gym, practicing with the girls. I just I just knew that was where I needed to be. What were your other options? Um, so I was looking at Nebraska at Kearney, mm-hmm. possibly walk on at Coastal. Mm-hmm. Um, some in-home, if I wanted to stay in Colorado, would have been UNC or CCU. Mm-hmm. Um, was looking at High Point and Loyola Marymount. Mm-hmm. So those were. Gotcha. Some yeah. some pretty some pretty recognizable yeah. schools. Yeah. So why aren't you a homebody? You mentioned that earlier. Why why didn't you want to stay home in Colorado? Um, I love the adventurous side of life. Mm-hmm. We'll put it in a yeah. safe manner. And so um, <laughs> I just I just wanted to see if I had the opportunity to go somewhere else in the world and live there for four years. Why not? I knew my relationships with friends and family that were strong enough that that wouldn't change. Um, going away, yeah, I just I kind of wanted to see life for a little bit more outside of Colorado. They say that absence makes the heart grow fonder. Have you become closer with the people back at home, like your family and your friends that are back home, with you being all the way out here? Ten out of ten. Um, ten out of ten. Wow. Definitely, because okay. I was considering when I came out, just what would life be like on the south, like out south. Mm. Um, could I see myself living there? And after when I got to about junior year, I was like, I'm going back home. Really? I was like, I 
took the mountains for granted. I took the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came here. The humidity here is awful. The God, bugs are it's awful. So, it's so bad. There's hills. There's no mountains. And for me, living a more mountain outdoors life over beach, it made me appreciate what I had grown up with. And so even my friends, we've grown our relationship over distance. Mm-hmm. And so even when we go back, it's like nothing has ever changed. And so definitely it has solidified my friendships from back home, knowing that those are lifelong friends. So you mentioned your outdoorsy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you like to do back at home in Colorado? Um, hiking. <laughs> hiking? Yeah. It, like anything um, with a view, sunrises, sunsets, all hike mm. as far and as long just to see them. Absolutely love them. During summers, we're out on the lake, we're boating, um, wake surfing, wakeboarding, tubing, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past summer, I actually did my first 14er, so I will definitely wow. be doing much more of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so just some to appreciate the outdoors and like life again for what it is. So how have you, how was that adjustment from Colorado to South Carolina? You know, what was the biggest, biggest hill that you had to climb or, you know, in your case, mountains that you had to <laughs> climb over? <laughs> um, not super big, but for me, the humidity. I just. It's bad. It's awful. It's so bad. There's just nothing good, like positive about it. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I guess positive would be my altitude breathing when I was down here for the first two weeks because I hadn't acclimated to sea level. And so I was on 7,000 feet of elevation. So running preseason, all of that was phenomenal. So yeah. that was a positive. And then you adjust to it. <laughs> yeah, but then going back home was awful. <laughs> so definitely the weather. Mm-hmm. I guess. And I guess even like Southern culture in general, like Southern hospitality, fried food was new. <laughs> mm, mm. Is it, didn't you enjoy that? Didn't you enjoy not that? Not a fan. Really? I just, it's always been not my favorite, but I didn't mm. realize how much it's appreciated here. Oh, it's, it's beyond appreciated yeah. here. It's a, it's a lifestyle. See, I, I can't, I'm gluten-free, so I can't eat fried food, okay. but I still, but I still appreciate it. And I know a lot of us Southern people do appreciate they, it. They do. That's <laughs> almost sure. to, almost to like a worshiping type sense. It's, yeah. it's really. Kind of like what's Sunday without it. No, exactly. Like yeah. what's Sunday without fried chicken, yep. you know, but you took some, you took some readjustments, but whenever you got here, you know, who mentored you or influenced you the most in your game or just in your life in general? Freshman year, uh, we were very blessed. We came in with six of us in our recruiting class. Mm. And so we kind of had each other to rely on as far as um, freshman adjustments, change, lifestyle. So having that core group, I think, was very important. And then leading in Tyler Smith. She was actually our assistant coach sophomore and junior year. But she moved on to bigger and better things. Happy for her. But she Where's she at now? Um, she's actually in Charlotte working, oh, so gotcha. she got her big girl job doing good for her. Yeah, very proud. But she took men her wing. Um, she was former middle at Wingate, played volleyball. So she was number fifteen, same competitive game. She's played volleyball the same way as I did, and so she kind of took me under her wing and coached me and mentored me in every aspect that she was able to give me. And so my sophomore and junior year, I give all my credit to her for making me the player I am today. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge step in my athletic career. Is that where the number 15 came from then? Um, always been. I'm born June 15th. Okay, I'm June 17th. That's crazy. <laughs> Almost close. Almost <laughs> there. And so um, just middle school, I started 15, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, might as well stick with it. Might as and well. It's it's done me wonders, so wow. I'm not going to change it now. That's crazy. Yeah. So how has that you know changed your leadership ideas and your role as a leader on this team? You know, How, how did her influence do that to you? I saw when someone cares enough, not even just about the game, but about themselves and their teams and they want everyone around them to succeed. I think it puts a bigger focus of the game is so much more than just yourself and being a leader, opening that up to others and letting them see and even taking some of the freshmen up under our wing, like Brantley, one of our middles, I've 
absolutely loved watching her grow. She's a 180 from her freshman year to sophomore year. And any key points, I want to get back to her because I want to see her be the best that I can because Tyler believed in me and she knew that every day wasn't, I had not peaked yet. That mm-hmm. I had so much more to grow and she pushed me to do that. And so that instilled in me of how I can do that for every other player on our team. Mm. Inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> Inspirational. So what do y'all do as a team to get closer together? You know, what are some team bonding things? Yeah. About? So last year we did a lot. We did bachelorette nights. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so we'd have everyone would bring like boards and games and stuff and mm-hmm. we'd turn it on, do whole team bonding that. I would definitely say this year we did a lot more team bonding. Um, in the beginning of the season, we were able to go to one of our teammates' lake house. Oh. Yep. So we went boating, tubing, jet skiing, all of that out there and really bonded outside of the court. We did that. We have team Bible studies, team dinners, especially in the beginning. So each week we do a different house would host. Mm. Um, and then we did a game night at one of them, and each, I guess, household was in charge of bringing a different type of charcuterie board. Ooh. So whether it was, like, desserts or meat and cheese or pasta, like, all of that. And so we'd all come, and we played board games. So a lot of that outside of it at teammates' house that were mm. willing to open up and share their space with us. Now, you live with Lily and... As many people on the team apparently call her Daddy Maddie. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Credit to me for that. <laughs> yes. So um, what's the best dish y'all have whipped up whenever it's been at y'all's house? Um, it's kind of hard. So um, Daddy Maddie is vegan. Oh, that just, that, <laughs> I, I've seen her Instagram and I see how she'll, she'll make some of these fun yes. recipes. I'm like, mm, that looks actually pretty good. It is. So I didn't think, um, starting last year when she wasn't living with us, we, I'm the only one that appreciates her cooking and her uh-huh. food just because I've, I don't want to say I have a bland taste bud, but I'm open to anything. Like always You're more like a try. salt instead of spice type of guy. Yes. Okay. And so if she makes it, I'll always try. And then I just ended up enjoying all of them Mm. and so we would do weekly lunches and so she would make Mm. her lunch of what she normally does and then I would be there to enjoy it and we got at least an hour of just quality conversation and like bonding which I think is one of the reasons we're so close yeah but Lily and I for sure cookout runs midnight Ooh, absolutely for sure like we just got Chipotle we do Chick-fil-a pregame before every single home game that Mm -hmm. is just our go-to um if we're cooking we're huge pasta Mm. Like chicken fettuccine alfredo, mm. spaghetti, chicken Speaking parm, as Lily is just in love with. Uh-huh. So definitely lots of carbs. <laughs> lots of carbs. But I mean, y'all burn it off so quickly. Exactly. I mean, you might as well then. Yeah. So Lily told me her Chick-fil-A meal. What is your Chick-fil-A meal? So Lily and I, we kind of partner together. But um, I have an unhealthy obsession with pickles. So I get the um, spicy chicken sandwich mm-hmm. with as many pickles as they can possibly put on it. All and of them, then, every uh, Yeah. And then depending on my mood, I'll either get a medium or a large fry, mm-hmm. like hunger-wise. And then instead of a drink, I substitute it for a frosted lemonade. Ooh. And then I get a side of pickles and then three Chick-fil-A sauces. A side of pickles a with side, the amount but, of pickles that you already get? But Lily gets extra pickles on her sandwich that so that true. she can give it to me. I've memorized hers. You want to yeah. hear it? All right, Chick-fil-A sandwich. <laughs> Extra pickles, medium fry, and an Arnold Palmer. Yep. Boom. Three she's gonna be so. She's gonna be so proud of me. Three Polynesian, Three Polynesian sauce. Yep. I can't forget it. Yeah. Sorry. All right. So, cookout milkshake wise, what are you getting? I know. Peanut butter banana. Okay. Okay. I can yeah. roll with that. I can yeah. roll with that. That's a good combination. I'm. I'm more of like a Reese's cup type of guy. Oh, so I'm can't still. Go wrong I'm, there though. So I'm still with the peanut butter type yep. stuff. Look at you go. For sure. <laughs> All right. So you talked about you know your meals and what about training wise? You know, in season, out of season. I. We met, I was talking to you about it before, 140, 135 for reps <laughs> on bench press. You know, tell me how you got to that. So I didn't take fitness, I guess, very serious until probably end of sophomore year. I mm. think just because I wasn't good at it. Yeah. Um, 
Uh-huh. And then I think once I came to college and I was a little bit more consistent, I saw development like feeling wise, but also look wise. I was like, oh, this is actually very possible. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just invested my time into it. And I saw how beneficial training outside of volleyball is for volleyball on the court. And so I've been very blessed at home. Um, I have a gym in my basement that my oh. dad has provided me with, which has been a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. So I've had that resource back home which is very helpful. I can wake up and get that in. Um, as well as I work out at Elite Speed Sports Performance. So there, it's in um, Parker, Colorado. Okay, gotcha. So I had started that from club in my middle school and high school days, and they kind of reached out to me when I got into college and was like, hey, stay with the program. And so I would go there, and then I would take their workouts and their resources and then do it myself at home. And then it got to just carrying it over for school. And so like back home, I would go Monday through Friday, 6 a.m., uh, at least wow. and then um, any running hiking outside that I could do I would do and then we obviously lift in season Monday Wednesday Friday but I'll go in Tuesdays and Thursdays just because I love how it makes me feel I love doing it and yeah so you mentioned that you have a you know you have equipment in your basement mm-hmm. so were you more of a working out with people or by yourself because I know it depends on the person yeah, it does I love working out in a crowd because it pushes me Mm -hmm. but I'm more of a like we have this incline in Colorado stairs 200 stairs that I run up oh wow and so I love doing that with people because it challenges me because no one's going to beat me and that's that competitive (laughs) mindset (laughs) never lose I never never lose lose. so I was like you will not pass me Uh but in the gym I think that's why I got into like I guess like one-on-one personal training because if I have someone believing in me and pushing me I don't have to worry about other people's standards or expectations of me it's just Mm -hmm. I still have the motivation but I still know that it's myself I guess if that makes sense so I like working out by myself because it's my own space but I love having like a mentor or someone to push me so how did you overcome you know people people's opinions you know because people will people are always around you to judge you mm-hmm. and things like that how did you get over that because I know a lot of people have yet to get over that hill it, it, it's very hard I think for me I just stopped caring <laughs> and like mm-hmm. I don't want that to come off like very bad but I realized that their opinions are extremely irrelevant to how I live my life yeah and I kind of took it in like if someone had an opinion about me I'd think about it like obviously like it bothers I think everyone but it's how you choose to react to it Mm -hmm. and if I give them a reaction it's giving them what they wanted out of that and so if I can go two days I'll probably forget about their opinion in the first place and so just realizing that it really means nothing to who I am and I live my life based on like how I want to grow and what I want to do and they shouldn't impact that. So what are your goals for the future then? Um, so I'm currently going to head back home to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, Maddie Roy is actually going to move out there. Really? She is. I convinced wow. her over the summer. <laughs> how, no, no, now you got to tell me how that happened. Um, so she had actually visited me December over COVID mm-hmm. and fell in love with it, obviously, because who wouldn't? Who wouldn't, obviously? And so we had talked about over summer, and I was like, just live with me, rent-free in Colorado, because Colorado's an expensive place to live. Yes. Just a bit, just a bit. <laughs> so I was like, let's be roomies, which is why it helped. I always had a daily hiking partner, like she did the 14-year with me. We were always up and at it together, living like that outdoorsy lifestyle, and she fell in love with it just as I did. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, hey, if I move out there, let's room, and I said, let's do it. Why not? Yeah. Wow. So we That's haven't worked awesome. out like timing and specifics, but that's the plan. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited about that. Because she's from Myrtle Beach, is she not? She is. She is not a beach person. She's not no. a beach person. No, no. Oh, wow. And, well, I mean, who who would be if it's Myrtle Beach? Yeah. You know, Dirty Myrtle? Yeah. 
That's what I've heard. <laughs> it's what I, yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not fun. But wow, what a change mm-hmm. in scenery. Extremely, Did yeah. Did you say she's going to be living there rent-free? Oh, uh, no, she did over the oh, summer. Okay, gotcha. No, I was like, yeah, man. we're going to get our own place and okay. yeah, that's wow. going to be rough. But so that's the plan. And then hopefully I need to finish my certification, but I'll be working at Elite Speed Sports as a wow. personal trainer. Uh-huh. So my goal with that is to get my foot in the door. I eventually want to be a sports psychologist, mm-hmm. whether that's for a club, a college, a pro team, a high school, whatever gives me the opportunities. A huge part in staying in Colorado is we have the Olympic Training Center. Mm-hmm. We have USA Volleyball headquarters. We have the Broncos, we have the Avs, and we have the Nuggets, mm-hmm. all within an hour of me. Wow. And so the opportunity is everywhere. Yeah. And so if I can get my foot in the door, a lot of the Broncos and Rockies actually train at Elite Speed. So mm. I've worked out with some of them, been around them. I bartend. It's called um, Castle Pines Golf Course. Uh-huh. But it's like Peyton Manning, John Elway, um, the mm. owner of the Broncos, owner of the Abs. Like those are daily people that walk I've a- in. I've actually been there it's, before. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Like it's amazing. Again, having the opportunity and pleasure of meeting them just to get a foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully snagging one of those opportunities, just going to start small and then work my way up is the goal. So you mentioned USA Volleyball and, mm-hmm. and Olympic training. Is that a possibility for you? Do you Would you ever want to play on an Olympic volleyball team? I would not play, but I would not be opposed to being around it. Mm. Um, I've considered coaching just so that I don't give up volleyball, but I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> Some people um, don't. Some people yeah. don't. I always say I would have to coach 20 years ago because my coaching style has is, changed. Has changed. Um, How so? How so? Uh, we'll just say um, athletes are a lot more sensitive than the coaching style that I would implement on them. And so it would have to be 20 years ago when they could take it, and it was everyone's more, soft these days. Everyone's, everyone's soft. soft. It's so sad. Yeah. It's so sad. And you're you have the I don't lose mindset. Yeah. And, and so that just doesn't work for a lot of people. And that's doesn't. okay. That's not a bad thing. That's just not how I am. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's a good thing though. That mm-hmm. that gets that gets people a lot farther in life than being soft and not be able to handle it. I think criticism. so too. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's sad. A lot of people would disagree with yeah. us with this. So sad. So when Lily was on the podcast, she mentioned you and her relationship. You already mentioned her a few times. Now tell me what she's meant to you over these past few years. Lily's awful. No. <laughs> okay. Trash. Trash. <laughs> So like if you're watching this, you're absolute trash. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that girl. Um, super funny. When we actually first came in, we did not like each other. Really? Yeah. Why? So she never mentioned that. Yeah, it's it's kind of like our inside, but probably the whole. F- I wouldn't go as far as the first semester freshman year, but it was quite a while after. I think because she had. We obviously exchanged social medias before getting there, mm-hmm. and I guess the stereotype of what comes from social media of, a, oh, she looks like not a nice person, yeah. or she's super cocky or arrogant or this or this, like a lot of that can be portrayed over social media, and mm-hmm. we had those same feelings about each other wow. <laughs> coming in, uh-huh. and so we didn't bond very well at first, and I don't know what the turning point was mm-hmm. that like made it, but we... Probably like she like she's a funny girl, okay? She's weird, but she's funny. She and is I think funny. I picked up on that, and I was like, oh, like you're kind of fun to be around. <laughs> you're fun to be. I, I then, like this one. Yeah, I like you. I think I'll keep you. I think I'll keep, you're mine now. <laughs> Basically, and so that kind of just grew. Um, I never had to be anyone I wasn't around her, mm. and I think that was the biggest in whether it was like volleyball, school, personal, emotional. Everything was so real with her. Mm. which is why I think it grew so much is because I know I could tell her absolutely anything in the entire world and she will stand there and she'll be like, okay, like she'll either give me advice or not whether I listen to it or not, (laughs) but she's like, I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
I like to say that, like, I'm the same for her, but mm. we've always been each other's backbone. Like, mm. um, the hard times, especially because she's from Florida, too, so a lot of the change from being so far away, we relied on each other of not necessarily homesick, but making each other family when we didn't have our super close as far as a lot of other teammates did. So she's definitely been a huge gift. So thank you, Todd Hay, for recruiting both of us. Thank you, Todd Hay. <laughs> you are the best. Yeah. <laughs> the most entertaining duo in volleyball. They, thank you. <laughs> especially, wait, tell me about the pre-workout chug our pre because okay. she said y'all been doing that since freshman year freshman but you didn't like each other um yeah so again don't really know what the turning point was um no. we both have a unhealthy caffeine addiction and um <laughs> you kind of have to we do know? we you do kind of have to um and we both um in our extracurricular activities found that we're very good at chugging and we're like let's make it entertaining down on one knee who can finish first and then over the years, like I have an album on my phone of probably 120 videos because I save wow. every single one. And every single one. Every of single them. one. Mm. Um, even she was sick, did not travel with us, and I drew a little stick figure in on the video to replace. Wait, wait. <laughs> That's yep, so talking. sweet. That's so, so sweet. So it's kind of just been a tradition. Now it's kind of been like our thing. We do it 30 minutes before every game. Mm -hmm. um, we've changed. Sadie actually has to videotape it. It has yep. to be in the same filter with the same flash. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of just been a. That's been our thing. It's just been routine since yeah. freshman year. Since freshman year. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. We're, we talked about Lily, but now let's move on to more. Let's focus more on you. What are, what are some of your, you've talked about your passions, but <laughs> give me, give me a hidden, like something that we, you know, we might not know about you, you know, maybe something you really enjoy doing. <laughs> That's oddly specific for some reason. <laughs> so I really enjoy vacuuming. <laughs> you know, that kind of sucks. <laughs> Hey, my roommates do not complain about it. Hey, I bet they do not. I bet they do not. Uh, um, I hope I, you got my vacuum pun. I hope you got that vacuum pun. Because I said it sucks. Oh, it's a vacuum. It's really funny. I wish I laughed when oh. I did it. Because, <laughs> like, you did, and I was like, oh, she probably thinks I, like, said that her vibe really sucks. It right over my head. No. <laughs> All right, That's but go ahead. Though. But go ahead. Vacu vacuum. Um, I don't know. It's just I put my headphones in, and it's just my own little world, and I think, like, I guess on a deeper level, having something dirty that I can turn clean and then the lines are very aesthetic when you can make like the triangle patterns. I don't <laughs> that's, that's really impressive though. It's really weird, but I just like a clean space. No, that's not weird at all. Does it help you think more whenever you have a clean space? Because no. I know for a, oh, it doesn't. No, I mean, I, like I like organized. I'm always like my closet's color-coordinated, yeah. organized, like everything's folded As like it should that. be, good. So I guess essentially in a way, I kind of like making it messy because then I'll clean it to blow off homework. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I could vacuum. Yes. There goes 30 minutes that I didn't have to do homework. Exactly. It'll catch up later, but we'll worry about but that later. That's, that's besides the point. Yeah. So I guess it's almost like a good stress relief. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really calms, like, soothes my anxiety. So, like, Riley on our team actually asked me to detail her car the other week. Really? So I took her car and I spent two and a half hours detailing it. How much did you charge her at all? Um, I didn't, but she was kind enough to give me some money. So, yes. Oh, sweet. But I would have done it for free. Don't. I'm not giving anyone hints on here. Don't ask me to do your car. Don't. Ask <laughs> don't, don't. I was, it said I was about to ask you. Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay. okay well, you're an exception. Oh, yes. So, it's like little stuff like that. I guess kind of like my own time, my own space. Wow. That's amazing. So <laughs> Super weird, but. No, I mean, that's, so you're a very organized person. Mm-hmm. But eventually the score catches. What, what's your major again? Are you kinesiology? Clinical psychology. And Clinical I just um, declared a minor in marketing. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Got, wait, just declared it? Well, so I wanted to be eligible. Uh -huh. um, I was a credit short of finishing to be able to do my master's. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, let me just declare a minor so that yeah, I had classes to play. Why not? <laughs> so Why not? Marketing 
whether like you may not think it, but it actually goes hand in hand a lot with psychology. Mm -hmm. So I figured I'd get a lot of benefits out of that. Yeah. And what you want to do is involving, it involves business and you have to advertise yourself and market yourself out there. So yeah, well done. Thank you. So then, so you're graduating December. Yes. That's so sad. I know it hasn't hit that I won't be coming back and I'm very scared for the day that it does because it's not going to be very good. Because there are only like, I, Mm -hmm. Are you going to... No, I won't. We'll hold this together. Yeah, because there's only like four weeks left. Yeah. And that's that's really sad. And... Also, I the Lander game was the last game I got to commentate for y'all. It was, and it was I I trust me I almost cried after uh, after that because I was like, man, that was my last time you know with my favorite group yeah. of oh, you know people. <laughs> and so I mean, you you made a huge huge impact here. What are you gonna miss the most? I think like I haven't thought about like me being away from it. I think it'll hit come August mm-hmm. when I see everyone else and I'm like, oh, I don't have to go back to school. Yeah. Or I'm not worrying about classes or focusing on that. I think. I'll definitely miss, honestly, just like the locker room. It's the 15 minutes before practice, like putting your gear on, talking like random daily catch-ups before games. I think just the one-on-one conversations that you take for granted every day that you won't get to. Um, Jalen, Brantley, and I, we are the middle trio. We The joke. middle trio. And so before part of our warm-ups, we do legs up the wall and we probably should be focusing on the game. So Todd, if you hear this, I'm sorry. But we just spill our boy drama, our personal drama, mm. all of that. And it's 10 minutes and we're laying on the floor and we're just talking to each other right before a match, which yeah. is the best. But that's been one of the highlights of this whole entire year. Like it's our time. It's been our bonding. It's grown us closer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like little stuff like that that I think not – I'm actually going to have to call these girls and catch up, and I won't yeah. get to see them every day. Um, a lot of little things over big do you that think I'll miss. Do you think that's helped in your team chemistry as well? You know, just on the court playing together, do you think that those relationships have helped a lot? Oh, most definitely. Um, I just think because if you invest more time in, like, each other's personal lives, you trust each other, I think, more on the court because mm. – Obviously, we want to trust the girls that we're with, and we want to know that they want to win as much as we do. But when you actually care for someone, I think your level of trust and, like, want to do better goes up when you have a genuine care for that person. Mm. And I think this year, out of all, as a team, I can say we are so much closer, I Mm -hmm. think, in every position and throughout the whole team, not just different groups or cliques or stuff like that. We have overall become so much closer. So now what are you expecting in the next, you know, few weeks in regards to playoffs and, you know, possibly an NCAA tournament run. You know, what do you, what do you, what do you expect? Person, I know that we can win conference. <laughs> so there's not a doubt in my mind that says that we cannot because we just proved to ourselves that we can. Mm-hmm. We have no limitations except for ourselves. Mm-hmm. The I think we've struggled a lot in a lot of games mentally. Like mm-hmm. we have the skill. We're I would say individually, positionally, we are the strongest team in the conference. Mm -hmm. We just have a hard time putting it all together. So I, for sure, I mean, my expectation is SAC championship. I mean, we can make it to NCAA. Yeah, I I want another ring. Ring on the finger. Um, So expectations, reality, I know we can make it. It just has to be a unified agreement that we can Mm -hmm. and um, that starts in practice, practicing how we want to play. Yeah, that's my high expectations, but achievable. Just so, very realistic. So what are, you, what are you thinking about next year whenever you're gone, you know, Maddie's gone, Lily's gone, Lindsay's gone, Petrilli's gone. I mean, you got a whole lot of people that are going to be leaving, yeah. you know. I mean, what, what do you see for the future of this Anderson team? Um, for sure, a lot of gaps to fill. I'm hoping 
everyone under will take the initiative to step up knowing that those positions and players were lost um, and not even position but we've all agreed that all seniors have a different leadership role on the team um, in what they benefit and what they bring to on and off the court I, it's, it's definitely going to be an adjustment I think there's going to be there's going to need to be a lot more fine-tuning I guess because we've us seniors have played together for so long. Next mm -hmm. year will be a lot of different years, um, setters playing with different hitters, um, back row not getting the experience. And I think that's going to be one of the struggles is when it comes to game time because not a lot of players have been in those 23-23 situations, mm -hmm. um, game point championship on the line. Yep. And the girls graduating, we have a lot of experience with that. And yes. so I think the struggle will most likely be an experience that so, we'll have to get over. So – the people that are coming in to fill those shoes, you know, who do you see is probably going to be the biggest leader on the team next year? Ooh. I know. Um, tough one. Stepping in for sure, Riley on the right yeah. side. Um, she has a lot. She has not peaked either. So I think there is a lot more that she can achieve, and I know she will. Mm -hmm. um, so her, I think, may Sansbury, mm -hmm. um, Tabitha and Sadie, just on the outside, that stepping up. Um, also Jenna when she comes back. I think she got a glimpse of how good she can make the team this year. Um, yeah. Unfortunate series of events for her. But I know next year she'll come back wanting it even more. Mm -hmm. um, so very excited to see what she can do. Um, even Savannah, getting the little experience that she has, um, she stepped up. And she definitely had some big shoes to fill. And I think she did her all to, like her absolute best. Yeah. And it was much needed. And I think she proved to herself that she can carry a lot more than I think she believed. Mm -hmm. um, so honestly, a lot, a lot of people, yeah. A lot of people. So you you have high expectations, and you you see high, you see good things coming in. The yeah, future. I just I want them to see it themselves. Yeah, and so you're obviously going to come back and visit, right? Um, I will be back for Jalen's senior night specifically good. for her because. Yep, that's what I told her. <laughs> yep, good. So, good. I'll be As back you for senior be. night. Well, that means I get to see you, and that means everybody here at Anderson gets to see you. You better stay until oh, then. Duh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> how could I not? All right, well, that's been the end of it. You want to say anything else? Here, how about this? If you could say anything to the kids that are inspired by you, or even just the people, you know, like me that are inspired by you, you know, what would you tell them? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I just love what you're doing. Life is way too short to not appreciate the time that you're in. And it goes by so quick to take every day for granted. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just appreciate and love where you're at. Love where you're at. I love that. Well, everybody, this has been Q&A, questions with your favorite athletes. We'll see you later. Thank you.